In a high-tech world where people have ever-increasing courage to sit behind a screen and dole out opinions without consequence, comes three heroes prepared to fight back through the safety of our microphones and digital airwaves. You've got one star for us? Well, we've got three stars for you. Here comes Three Stars Podcast ready to dish it out. Hey, naming your shit's the hardest part, man. Yeah, what if Stairway to Heaven was called Highway to Hell? Everybody's gonna be like, who the fuck is Macho Man? Do not come in swinging your big dick thinking you're so amazing. I seriously think I'm having heart palpitations. Macho Man did die. All right, Bill, you ready? Hey there, party people, and welcome to Three Stars Podcast. I'm your excellent host, Bill Bodozajason. With me are my partners in crime and pain, Samantha Lightning Bolty Woods and Bradical Brad Kipling. Almost forgot to name their buddy, sorry. <laughs> Ooh, I'm coming to you today from the past to tell you about this great idea I had. I'm calling it Podcasts. (sighs) Oh, yeah. Did you just come in your pants? (laughs) What the fuck was that? (laughs) Flexing. You made me break character. (laughs) That's as as far as I could take that for now anyways. I was getting lightheaded. Anyways, yeah, uh, so we're switching it up again. You're going to find out uh, where that where that part of my brain came from later on. But uh, we are reviewing reviews of places that we reviewed a year ago, a thousand years in the future. So we're it's our year anniversary. That's so crazy. We're getting cray-cray, and we're going to stay sober. I mean, I'm already a Baja Blast and a Red Bull Deep. I think it's been our year anniversary for like a month because we started talking about our year anniversary like a month ago. Yeah, this is when we first sat down and actually started recording. And then last week it was, yeah, this is actually the year, (laughs) a year ago that we released an episode. And now we're like, yeah, let's look back into the past at stuff. It's our anniversary month. It's our anniversary month. I think it's a great idea, though. I think I think that you know this episode that you're going to be hosting, Bill, is a phenomenal idea that we have about a year ago. We're so amazing that we need to be celebrated. We do. I mean, seriously. So all of you, you should celebrate with us and grab your non-alcoholic non-alcoholic beverages and and your devices <laughs> and your devices that exist in your pocket. It's like a computer. And follow us on the Instagram. And the TikTok, these things, these ideas I've had that are gonna make me millions of dollars. I can't do it. It makes me like head of doing that. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're turning breathing. red. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why do you think that his <laughs> muscles look so uh, fucking roided out? Because he just he took in no oxygen. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wore the wrong sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. So, so like and subscribe, you know, on all these uh, social media platforms, and uh, you know. Email us. At where? Threestarspodcast.com. On this new thing called the internet. Uh, (laughs) It's fucking amazing. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to pass out. Don't do that, please. (laughs) Don't do that. Yeah, we you, need you. you're only like three minutes in or less. You have a whole episode to go here. Posting is easy, Smith. I don't know what you're talking about. Yep. Totes easy. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Anyways, that's it, right? That's all we got to talk about? Yeah. What are we drinking? We're drinking non-alcoholic liar spirits. Hey. Yeah. We did this. Uh, well, we did their spirits before, and now we're doing their spritzes. Spritz Our friends over at, at Liars uh, sent us some samples of their spritzes that they've got. That's so. right. Big shout out to Kyle Billings who sent us our non-alcoholic bottles for free and sent us the spritzes for free. So, Kyle, thank you very much. We greatly appreciate you. Yeah, they've you. basically, like, they've done their con- their canned cocktails now, which is, uh, their canned mocktails, I should say. Yeah, in in the can. But, by, but I'm saying woohoo to Kyle because he has given us stuff for free. Yeah, well, woo-hoo, yeah. woo-hoo, Kyle. That's, like, that's real sponsorship. That's sponsorship. Right? Yeah, that we is real cause, sponsorship. Because we wanted to do it and we didn't have to go pay for it. Yep, that was the best thing ever. Okay, back to you, Bill. I think we open up with some appetizers. I like that idea. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Like an open hand slip to the face. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Who wants to read the first one? I'll read the first one. Fine, go. Because it's Denver Biscuit Company, and I love that place. So, wait a second. A year in review. What did? Let's recap what we read from DBC a year ago. Bill, do you remember what we read about DBC a year ago? Of course I do. I have perfect recall. I'm a I cybernetic know. organism. Total recall. I remember. I remember no the fucking one. idea. <laughs> I actually. I remember, and I like. I don't even. I don't even have to think. I know what you, one we you did. No. All right. We'll sum it up. So. The people had just come in from out of town and they flew five hours from a three hour destination. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. And they were so pissed off because there was a really long wait and they ended up, and I think they had like an incomplete party or something like that. And then they finally got seated and everything was just like they just complained about every little thing they said that the guy that the manager looked like the joker yes and because he wore the purple uh sport Ugh, coat or whatever it was mm-hmm. and then it also turned out that they were at, they were writing the review on the wrong location yes yeah so. it was a, a whole fiasco of bs right the winds, right? Yeah, yep. exactly. The winds, yeah, we Bill. spent a good six to eight months of Bill learning how the, the jet, how the, how the jet <laughs> stream works. Do you think time travel is tricky? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Brad, go ahead and start with DBC. All right, so this is Denver Biscuit Company. They have an overall 4.5 stars in Denver, Colorado. This is a one star on Yelp. Uh, fairly recent compared to that other one that we had done a year ago, but this is from January of 2021. What a complete mess trying to order a to-go order on a weekend morning. No fucking shit. That's uh, not in the review. Sorry. No. They have a waiter standing out in front of the restaurant with a ticket pad trying to write down orders. It was a confusing mess. Most restaurants have adapted and found better ways to make the new to make the new world we live in easier for their customers. I spoke to the manager, Philip and he was rude and had no interest in any suggestions. A guy with his attitude would better be suited to wash dishes in the back rather than interface with customers. Very disappointing after many wonderful meals at the Colfax location. Many human beings have adapted and found better ways to make the new world we live in easier for other human beings. So, Yeah, he's a schmuck. And the fact that he said that Philip would be better suited to wash dishes, God. Yeah, dude, you're making it personal. I, I, I'm, I, we, I feel a certain we, way. Maybe it's we my talked, inner macho man. We Maybe talked about this, though. We talked about this last week because we talked about um, snooze again. I think last week or two weeks ago, where someone was complaining. Oh, it was the Mother's Day episode where someone was complaining about how long it took to get their order and whatnot. But here oh, yeah, we are. Oh yeah, because they got delivered at like two thirty or something. Right. So which and, I think is and awesome. here we are, and this was still January. And they're complaining about how long it took to order food on a weekend. And one of the things that we did say was that they, a lot of places have learned to like just say, hey, we're not doing any to-go orders on weekends anymore because we're just too busy, right? And this place is at least still trying to accommodate to get people their to-go orders, whereas a lot of other places straight up just haven't been doing them. Right. So kudos to them for even trying to make this happen. And I don't know if you can do them online or if you only have to go there to get it done now or what the deal is, but you're right. Most restaurants have adapted and found and found a better way. This person went out there and was at least trying to do something and all you have to do and like all all you have to say is to come on here and bitch and bitch that Philip who was getting his ass handed to him yeah. as a manager on a weekend at one of the hottest breakfast brunch places in town was rude and had no interest in any suggestions. The you hottest thing since cold Because cuts. I got other shit to do than to deal with your carny ass right fucking yeah. now. <sighs> Those are my feelings. Samantha. Feelings, thoughts, ideas. Oh, this guy's a twat waffle. But but I'm not going to 86 him or cut him off or because everyone hates him, you blowhole. <laughs> That's our new book. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Please don't sue me, Disney. <laughs> um, yeah, this, this dude obviously has no panache. He has no class. He does not know how to take the big... 
picture into um, so take the big something yeah into i agree into something he doesn't know how to take the bigger picture at hand uh and look at it uh, a little more carefully um and, and and like you said bill to hit below the belt with with philip and stating that you know he would be better suited to wash dishes and back oh uh, you're getting your ass kicked inside why are you taking care of me 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 outside right now right yeah back in my day if you wanted to talk shit about someone you had to make a video about it yeah and make a big scene you didn't just hide behind your computing device you hit him over the head with a chair what the do by four yeah, I, I. Yeah, that, that. I don't. I think we're on the same page, but I want to. I don't. I don't. I don't want to fill an otter pop sleeve right, here prematurely. Right, 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 <laughs> right, right, right. Otter pop sleeve. That Good joke God. was disgusting. That was. That was terrible. Uh, I'm gonna give him a one star. Uh, he deserves less than that. You can do whatever you want. Well, I'm trying not to sit on my balls. It's so fucking hot in here. I right said I. I actually, I really hate this review, but I'm I'm giving it one star too because I picked out a review for later on, so I know what's coming. So I'm not, I'm just not gonna, I'm gonna refuse service. Gonna cut him off. I'm not. No, he's not gonna serve in the first place. Serve you? Just not. I like that. Go ahead. Go for it. I love it. You have so many options. Yeah, I'm in control. I'm the fucking host. I do what I want. Damn right. I so next time this fucking boner comes in, I'm just gonna be like, nope. I remember you. I am not gonna serve you. I like that. I feel uncomfortable. You make me uncomfortable because you're gonna slander me on the fucking internet. I like you, that. impotent douchebag. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one. That's a, that's what she said. That's a good one. Um, for so you're done. It's a TKO. <laughs> for our fans out there, uh, you know we've we've used the book before in the past that that Bill has, and it is Creative Cursing. And I was so excited about it last week that I decided to see if there were other books like it. So we got one called Fuck Off Cretan. And it's it is. A, it's a, called Fuck Off. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a similar flip book. It has 15,876 different mix and match insults for all occasions. That's the best. So That's the best. Yeah. All right. All right. So you're out of here because we went ahead and just refused customer service. Nice. Bye-bye. Hmm. Okay. Who wants to take the next one? Do I get to take the next one? You do. You're the host. All right, I'm gonna take the next one. All right, get it. All right, this is uh, the Lowdown Brewery and Kitchen, 4.5 stars, Denver, Colorado. This is a one star Yelp review. Oh, good. From December of last year, my fucking favorite. We had a really terrible customer cervix. <laughs> cervix. <laughs> Everybody heard that, right? Cervix. Cervix. Uh, cervix saves. Cervix experience. <laughs> Oof. Okay. okay. Let's, uh, let's walk that one back. Yep. We had a really terrible customer service experience here. We were seated outside in the dog area with our 15-pound, very friendly cockapoo, Maha. The Maja. <laughs> Masha. Maja. The Maha. The Maha. Maha. The waiter brought our drinks and either stepped on Maja or frightened her, and she jumped on him, which I guess scared him. He then claimed she bit his calf and drew blood and proceeded to cuss us out and repeatedly tell us to get off his fucking patio in front of my 15 and 13-year-old niece and nephew. I can guarantee Maja did not bite him because she's seven and was and has never bitten anyone in her life, dog or human. I think the waiter handled the situation so terribly, and he made me never want to visit again or recommend this place to anyone else. I'm so glad she decided to go ahead and write this review about the restaurant and the food and the mm. service mm. and the ambiance. That was just, oh, just amazing of her. And we've talked about dog owners so many times. We did a whole episode on it. I Before think we, baby. I think we might have even thrown out a half shot about it. And look, while I get it, we have an amazing dog. We, we like, do. We have a, such a well-behaved dog that people comment on how well-behaved she is all the time. Mm. However, I would not put it past her because she is a dog to, if she got stepped on or if she got scared. To bite. To bite. And the reality is you have brought your dog into a restaurant that is not your dog's place. Right. So your dog is probably already a little more aware or alert, even if they're comfortable or whatever. And the server comes out, not someone I know, not someone who I'm used to. And whether the dog got scared 
or, not. or was stepped on or, or not. not. I don't think that the server just says, oh, right. your dog bit me. Get the fuck off the patio. Really? Well, even, like, even really? if. Well, that, that same server let that dog be on the patio in the first place. So they're Maybe all, not. They're, Maybe the oh. host sat them. Yeah. Mm, that's I'm, true. But the point, the point is a dog is a dog. Yeah. And when a dog bites a human, you don't get to sit there and say, how dare that human right. get pissed at my dog for biting Right. Nay, nay, the my scorpion friend. and the frog. Not, right. not in this situation, right. right? There are definitely like humans who out there who will who will antagonize, antagonize sure. or but in who, this situation, dog no. will be sitting there growling and barking and they're like, oh, no, 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 it's okay, yeah, it's, okay. it's okay. Dogs love me. And I, then I, they'll I, get their ass bit. Yeah, because right? they're, they're pedos. They have secret sex lips. The dog knows, they know shit. They right. do know they shit. Absolutely. The they can read your minds. Yeah. I mean, I had a friend who had a dog and- people would always want to pet his dog. And his dog was a German shepherd. And they'd always want to pet his dog. Oh, your dog, does your dog bite? And his response was always the same. All dogs bite. Yep. All dogs bite. Yep. Because they do. Yep. Or at the very least, they're absolutely capable of doing so. Yeah. And you brought your dog in here. And to claim that just because your dog is seven years old and is sweet to you and your niece and nephew and whoever the does fuck else you see know. You every day. Yeah, I mean, doesn't mean that your dog is incapable of biting should a special circumstance like this arise. Yep. You know, so fuck off, you certifiable skag. Ooh, I oh, I like that. You got to fuck it. Did you buy, Ooh, did you like buy a property in Skagsville? Did you get certified? <laughs> How does this work? Uh-huh. Asking for a friend. All right, so what are we going to rate this one? Uh, cockapoo. I really don't know because honestly, like, I do want to pull the trigger <laughs> on this one. Uh, uh, <gasps> Brad just Brad just pulled an Elvis. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah I just died you on don't. the toilet. <laughs> I wasn't sure if that one was gonna land or not. Uh, I really don't want to do rest like, in peace, sir. This one's this one's really difficult because this this is really less than a one star for me. And this person, well, it's not really a review. It's, it's not. It's a review. It's it's her know. complaining you know about a dog biting a, a stranger. Yeah, you know what. Your your dog bit one of my employees. That's it. And that's it. You're out of here. Yeah. I would 8062. I honestly, I would put it a little more politely. I would not say get the fuck off the patio, but I would say, you know what? Your dog was aggressive, and I understand that maybe my server accidentally spooked it or stepped on it. Well, that's... But... But your your dog bit. It's only going to be more traffic in the area. So, so. no, get out. Get out. Yeah. I agree. I agree. All right. Well, nice work. Um, okay. Now, this is exciting. We've, I think we've spent more time trying to figure out this next bit <laughs> than we did anything else. I was like, so I have this idea. And they're like, how's that going to work? And I was like, just trust me. And then we had to focus on what we, how we were going to tweak this. So uh, I'm excited. I have no idea what's coming. The next segment is uh, Preaching with Peaches. And so here we go. We usually have Behind Bars with Bills, but I'm going to take over since we're shifting things up a little bit, and I'm going to preach about something that is dear and near to my heart and the rest of us. So we all work in... Drugs. How'd you know? Oh, Damn sorry. it, you fucking took sorry. it over! Sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. God! <laughs> Uh, no, actually, we all work for somebody, whether it be, you know, a large corporation or a small mom and pops. We all work for an owner. And nine times out of ten, we get customers that walk in the door and they're like, oh, I know the owner. I know the owner. No, 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 no it's okay. I know the owner. But you know what? The funny thing is that we know them, too. We may not know them directly, we may know them indirectly. Bill, you know your owner indirectly. We've Googled him, right? Yeah, I never forget a smell. Yep. And and Brad, you know of I, I mean I your owner at one place. Well, I and the funny thing is I've been within five feet of him on many occasions many and I've still never actually met him. Well, that's okay. He's your not boss. A but I but I know who the owner is. Right. Oh, I've 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 met your owner. Yeah, oh, I know yo, your oh. owner quite well. <laughs> Bill knows Brad's owner. And what's funny is that I work for a small place, and I know the owner too. So please do not come into our restaurant and swing in your big dick thinking that because you can say you know the owner, you should get preferential treatment. We know the owners too. Sometimes the owner comes into the restaurant 
and yells at us mm. right there on the spot for mm-hmm. not doing our job properly. Sometimes the owner comes in and sits at a table and gets shit-faced while watching all of us and making a huge spectacle of themselves. Sometimes the owner comes in and just quietly watches everything that goes down and then later berates the managers who then have to berate us about it. That's how it's supposed to work, though. Trickle-down beratement, right? <laughs> but, but also, sometimes, and just sometimes, if you're as amazing as Peaches over here, the owner lets you just totally run right on over whoa, them to whoa. do your job as amazing as you are. Shh, we're not in case the owner listens to this. Come on now. Let him. I'm done. But I mean, uh, you, you've definitely gotten to joke around with your owner. I get to joke and, around with my owner, and right. I have a particular relationship with him. I have a special relationship with him that I can make make cracks at him and and be a smart ass to him and he handles it very well but I also know my boundaries but the bottom line is as a customer I don't care if you grew up from kindergarten to to college with the owner of this restaurant you do not to g- get to go into this restaurant and say well I know the owner yeah if I if I was if he wanted me to hook you up I would already know about it you wouldn't right. have, you wouldn't have to tell me exactly right. you know the owner sometimes signs our checks so does the owner sign your check? Somebody signs a check. I don't I mean, like. Well, I don't think. Well, that's it's, what I, I mean. This, as the guest, does the owner <sighs> sign your right. check? Name. Did your owner take care of this tab? If you know the owner so well, again, as Bill had said, how come I don't know about it? Well, how and come? most times I would say they actually don't even know no. the owner. That's correct. It's and that's the flip side of this situation is that you knowing quote unquote the owner is not really knowing the owner. You just may have, I don't know, seen them in passing or you may have caught their name from somebody else talking to them or you may have had one lovely interaction with him that one time on a beautiful June evening when the sun was setting and you were sipping your glass of wine. She all sucked each other's dick on a yacht fucking 10 years ago. That too. Big fucking deal. I don't care. I I don't fucking care. Right. I have to work for them every single day. If you just tell them that the results came back and I have herpes simplex number 10. (laughs) Wow. What? That was, come on. Beverly Hills cop. Uh, Is that what that was? Uh, Dude. Do, 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 I ain't going to fall do. for no banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> I ain't fall for no banana in the tailpipe. <laughs> so the point being is that please do not come into the restaurant and try to upstage us with I know the owner. We don't appreciate that because we do know the owner in some way, shape, or form. And no joke, as Bill had said, if you actually knew the owner and they knew you very well, they would know that you were coming into the restaurant and they would make sure to have already told everybody that you're in the right. house and you get a discount and you get hooked up or whatever. Mm. Right. I mean, that's the way it goes, right? I mean, I, I used to work at a place where, you know, the chef would invite in people mm-hmm. and they would say, you know, hey, let everybody know this table is you know, friends of the chef and we know such things. If you know the owner, you don't just come in and spew that out. Yeah. You just come in and you you enjoy yourself. You sit quietly. You don't go fishing for anything. Right. You you just you eat. You drink. You Be get on your, your merry way. And then if you know the owner and you have something to say, then you can fucking text the owner. Right. Yeah. You, yep. A roaring lion catches cold. I mean. Yeah. 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 Um. So, anyways. Also, you should support your friends. If you're friends with the owner, you shouldn't go in there looking for a discount. You should go in there and support their Ooh, business. I like that. You're absolutely right. You but really you should. You are absolutely right. You, so, you should. Can I, get, can, I get, can I hear that one more time? Oh, you are absolutely right. <laughs> I just right. need that uh, snippet right there so I can make it my ringtone. <laughs> <laughs> we could do for that. When right. Brad calls. <laughs> well, uh, one of the bartenders that used to work at, uh, at Dave and Buster's with me. He would. He had the ringtone set for me as uh, as the Imperial March. Uh, so anytime I called, it would the picture would be Darth Vader, and it would be dun dun dun. dun Excellent. Dun, dun. So that's all I have to say. Preach on, preaches, peaches, Pre- preach on, peaches, preach, preach on, on peaches. peaches. There it is. There you go. You have to slow it down. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for letting me have that segment, Bill. Of course, Bill. it's 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 nice, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, so now what? Now we go into the main course. We're going to take a little breaky break. What are you guys oh, thinking? It's up to you. It's up to me. I think that we should just keep rolling. Good, because I want to talk about how I was inspired to fucking bring Macho Man to the table. 
So this is now this is this now, is behind bars with Bill. This is now this the is, preaching preaches <laughs> is over. This is uh, leading the smackdown. What is it? And also plugging your friends because just jiving. I heard. I listened to episode. Uh, nine. I listened to episode nineteen. Tarek, I listened uh, to it. Oh, I listened to it. And challenge accepted. You inspired me. I was wearing my Macho Man shirt already, and I had to come up here to record. So I was like, oh, I'll listen to an episode on the way because traffic's gonna be fucking worse Brutal. than prison food. Mm. And it was, and uh, just I just randomly, just 19, and uh, you know what? I'm high as fuck right now. I'm always high. Like, I ate an edible just for funsies, dude. It's not a, it's not a challenge, but I'll come, I'll come on your podcast, and we'll talk about whatever you want, and we can do whatever drugs you want to do. I don't care. Let's get fucking weird. Anyways, that's it. I just felt like that had to be said. Okay. I needed that, that to be acknowledged, I think. Also, shout out. We'll, we'll tag him and plug him. So, main course, who wants to make Plug you. Can I go? Can I go? Can you I have this go? one? Can I have this one? You go? Okay. Yeah, can I go? Can go I go? Awesome. Awesome. All right. So, this main course comes from Applebee's. Oh, my God. Broomfield. Is, is it the Applebee's? <laughs> it is the Applebee's. Oh, from my God. Broomfield, Colorado. <laughs> so, ironically enough, the Applebee's that we reviewed a year ago, Cancerous Donkey Balls, was at what, two and a half stars, Brad? It was. And now it's at three stars. Look at it go. They are improving. Uh, this is a one star yeah, Yelp review in October of 2020. Okay. I was going to give them a very good review, but after speaking to the manager, Jason, I've knocked them down to one star. Super disappointed. I ate there last night with my mom and my daughter, and it was not busy at all. We ordered a substantial amount of food and didn't eat a whole lot. We had a lot of leftovers, so we got to go boxes having my elderly mom and the baby. I got kind of wrapped up <laughs> in packing things up and getting everything pop. to my hands were full. I can't believe you just did that. The, com- I- the comma saved you. <laughs> I ax it did. I accidentally left my to-go boxes quote leftovers on the. T- oh wait, end quote. Wait, where was the other quote? <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm where so lost. Quote? Oh shit. I accidentally left my to-go boxes, quote, quote, leftovers on the table, got my mom and the baby outside thinking I had my food with me, taking about taking about 10 minutes to almost 15 minutes, packing up the car and getting everybody situated now. Keep in mind, I don't have my food with me. It is all on the table, giving the waitress or whomever plenty of time to see that the food was left on the table and come outside <laughs> just to see if we were still there to give it to us. Now to continue my story, I get home, unpack the car and realize the leftovers were not there. And by that time, it's so late, I can't even call because I had to go to the grocery store. There's more. <laughs> Holy shit. I called today to see if there's anything they can do. Just as a courtesy for us, due to the fact that what happened last night, I was treated very rudely, and it was unprofessional conversation with the manager. Jason was his name once again. It used to be that you would to put your customers first and they were your best advertisement. Now it seems like you just treat your customers like crap. Management and people just don't care anymore. It is so disappointing and makes you not want to give any restaurants your business anymore and just eat at home. Good. Okay. <laughs> so do that, it then. So let's just say though, like the meat of that review was three sentences. Yes. There was there I'm was I'm surprised you I thought you were gonna pass out. Yeah, seriously. There was no Breathing. Really <laughs> punctuation whatsoever. Got the macho man not breathing over here. Got Samantha not breathing over here. <laughs> I could I cannot breathe longer than you cannot breathe, Samantha. <laughs> I don't even need to breathe to host the podcast. Really fast, I mean maybe we can have a bat off on this. Yeah, this this was crazy. So okay, essentially, this woman is complaining that she was so distracted about having to pack up her mother and her children that she accidentally left her to go food on the table. And did not realize it was still on the table and she until she'd gotten home and had unpacked everything. Right. So then her her justification to this complaint is that when she called asking for them to do something, the, the next answer was day. the next day yeah, the answer sorry, was. Sorry, I threw no. that shit away, yo. Like, and she <laughs> feels she should be justified because uh, it is our job as no. a server to chase after her. No. Lucky you, we knew that you would come back for your food. So we left it sitting over here in the Dude, corner. This, when you forget your leftovers after you've been a total fucking Twa-waffle. fugly cheese dick. Ugly fugly cheese dick. Is the next best thing to like when your credit card gets declined. So like, I want you to forget your leftovers, you fucking asshat. Like, well, right. It, it's Let me write a bad review for you yeah. for something that is entirely my fault. Right. 
This right? is this is this is and ex- I'm sorry, this is we're goddamn ridiculous. I'm sorry, Samantha, but this is this is absurd. Yeah, this, this is, is exactly <laughs> fucking right, this is exactly the reason why review sites like this is the kind of review that absolutely needs to be taken down yeah Yeah. because this is not a a review of the place i was going to leave them a very good review but but for this one thing that was completely avoidable and entirely my fault yeah dude and you know and jason wasn't very nice i mean and look i'll tell you what to to jason's i mean i might even (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no matter how fast you run, yeah. they're going to catch you. And you're probably going to trip over nothing, i.e. this entire <laughs> fucking review. So I, I, I would almost say, okay, could this be a legit complaint if you were actually to have explained what the interaction was with the manager? Right. Right? Did the manager's curse at you and say like well, you know what the fuck do you expect me to do about it or was the manager but like honestly what the fuck do you expect no, me to do well, about of course, it right? the, you know but there's a way to handle it, right like right. oh i'm really sorry that happened but you however know, feel free to come how, in and however, enjoy a meal and forget your you, leftovers again you had you had left <laughs> and you know and we set yeah, the food aside yeah well we set the food aside in case you were to come back in and I've instructed my staff not to follow people out to their cars because that's creepy. Bad things have happened to bad, employees in restaurants. Bad touch. Who, they're carrying their money with them and whatever yeah. else. I mean, I had a manager that absolutely would not allow us to go after a customer who had left the building for any wow. reason, whether it was they left their food or because he had had a an employee who was attacked. Oh in the parking goodness. lot in the wow. past because someone was walking on their check and that uh, and then that person went out to go yeah. collect that on the check sucks. right so anyway Ooh, it's that just i mean i'm not saying that that's my what's balls, happening my here and my heart all, i'm not saying that, that that that's their policy here but what it comes down to is that what exactly do you expect them to do and if the experience was so bad the next day on the phone with the manager why did you not you spent so much time setting up the situation that was entirely your fault but then you actually did not explain anything right. at all that was the manager's fault right the poor carpenter smells his stools you know <laughs> i mean this is just this is classic Douchebaggery, right here. This, uh, you, ugh, who's gonna do it? Do what? We already we did already it. did it. You eighty six. Somebody. Oh, we can totally cut this person off. I think. Fucking damn, Skippy, we can. Should be cut off. You're done, though. Get out, you mutant cocknose. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, ew, so, I agree. Ew. I agree. Not only that, I'm <laughs> I'm extremely winded. You can't even write proper <laughs> right. grammatical paragraph about you don't even know what it took shit right about a you review gotta breathe once that, in a while exactly that you cannot even unbiasedly write so so you i don't appreciate you so you are definitely cut off do you know what i could tell that they did though what they voice text this whole thing oh is that what they did yes uh, and you know how i know how do you know when they put in the quote Ah, because it quote is written out, uh-huh. and uh, then there is one, one set quote. of quotations. Yeah, I still so wrote, I still that's what, a notebook. And a so pen. what they did was they wrote like they they said something to the effect of like quote leftovers unquote or quote quote leftovers or something like that, uh, and that's why this whole thing is just one big long rant because they never said period period yeah. comma right. semicolon. <laughs> yeah, this whole thing. Is such a disaster fucking review. It like, is. It's terrible. Fuck you. You shouldn't be allowed yeah. to write reviews. All right. So that was that was <laughs> fucking. That was fun. We're gonna take a quick uh, break. And word from our sponsors. As many of you know, we service industry folk rely on tips to make a living. If you like the show and would like to support us, you can do so by leaving us a tip through Venmo at Three Stars Podcast. This one you have to spell out. At sign T H R E E Stars Podcast. Or if you'd like to become one of our regulars, you can support us through Patreon. That's patreon.com slash three stars podcast. Hey guys. Welcome back. 
Do you hear that? What is that? What on earth could that be? Fred, what time is it? Three Stars Podcast! Happy hour! Let's get drunk! Woo! Not drunk, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Drink your flights. That's there how it should be. That's how it should be. Drink that was for you. Yay. I've been I've been wanting to do that for a long time, but I figured with the shit talking, with uh, just jiving and the Macho Man, I thought it was Mortal Kombat time. Yeah, I thought yeah. I thought it was appropriate. It was. You know, we that was always like one of our inspirational songs too. I when you and I worked to together. <laughs> I mean, whenever like. Like, our music would go out at work often, yep. right? And no one would know how to fix the Pandora station because no one ever knew how to fix anything. So I would always turn on either Mortal Kombat or, uh, what is it, um, Safety Dance. Your Safety Dance was your song. I liked Highway to the Danger Zone. That was a big one. Yeah, Danger Zone. Yep. Fucking Larry liked uh, X Gun Give It To You. That's where that one came from. Right. What, what? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, good stuff. Good was. stuff. Oh, my. All right. Happy hour time. Happy hour, indeed. So what are, what are we drinking today, Brad? So we're drinking more stuff from Liars, like we had said. And this they came out with these sparkling beverages. One of them Sprint that they have is the Amalfi Spritz. One is the G&T, and one is the Classico. And the Classico is, I, I believe it's like a dry secco. Right? Yeah. Like it, what did you just say to me? It, <laughs> is that like over the ma- a, over the like, pounce mouth stuff? Like what? a, like a <laughs> what, triseco? What? It, it's like a prosecco, but non-alcoholic. Just ripping off Deadpool too right now. <laughs> <laughs> and then the G and T obviously is is their take on gin a gin and tonic, tonic gin and, and tonic. the Amalfi spritz is like a um, a spritz, like Aperol spritz, or it's like an Aperol spritz, spritz, but but their Italian orange is is more similar to a Campari, Campari yeah. right? Uh, so anyway, yeah, so we're going to taste all of these yes. and I mean, I'm not going to spend a whole, like too much time. We've talked about liars quite a bit. They're this amazing company that has been doing uh, a lot of non-alcoholic spirits and now they're non-alcoholic canned cocktails. And you know, it's just, it's feeding into more and more desire to have non-alcoholic or low alcohol options. Which is so really great because it, there are some days where I don't want to have a cocktail right. or a seltzer or a hard seltzer and we have these. Right. Yeah. It's so phenomenal. We record in the middle of the day so a lot. This, yeah. So I don't always want to date. I don't know how we can reach long distance oh, cheers. Bill, the first one that you've got tasting COVID right cheers. there is the is the G and T and uh what do you Samantha have? and I have the Classico. Are That's we, what, do it doesn't matter. Yeah. Sip yeah. away. Taste them all. All right. All right. <laughs> Got to taste them all, huh, Brad? That tastes like a gin and tonic. Yeah, the G&T has that piney tart. You spritz a lime in it, and it'd be perfect. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'm actually more impressed with the G&T. I, I don't like tonic. Right? Well, I, that, that's what I've I said a million times that I, I like that quinine flavor. I'm not a fan. But this G&T is actually pretty refreshing. You can, you definitely get that ton- those tonic notes. So it does seem like a little flatter th- than regular tonic. You're not flat, like bubbly flat, just like right, uh, tamer, I guess. But I also kind of taste like that that botanical aspect. Oh, too. absolutely, that tastes it tastes Light like a gin and tonic. Floral. Yeah. No, so now we did two things here with the Amalfi Spritz. So the Amalfi Spritz, the one that you guys have that's a little more orange, yeah. is the one that's the canned cocktail. More orange. The one that has more orange is the canned cocktail. Yep. It's got some bitterness Ooh. to it's it. It's got some yeah. bitterness, but also really refreshing. Like it's bitter. It has this bitterness, but it's like, mm, now I want Sweet. another sip. Yep. So then the I other like one, that one a lot. I like the orange. Is actually yeah. so they're doing that they're doing nice. this two ways, uh, the liars company. So they have the Amalfi spritz that's canned, and then they tell you exactly how to go ahead and make one. So we still have just a little bit left or had a little bit left. Now it's gone of the Liars Italian Orange Non-Alcoholic Spirit. And that, mixed with their Classico, is the Amalfi Spritz. Oh. So you can you can get this can two different ways. You can buy the Amalfi Spritz canned cocktail ready to go, or if you get a bottle of the Italian Orange and you buy the canned Classico, then you can just make your own and enjoy them you know, two different ways. I like the actual Spritz better. 
but I think I think if we had had more the, of the Campari, you like the canned one. I like the canned better, but yeah, if we'd had more of the the Campari, yeah, if we had more of the Italian orange, then we could have would have been. We, yeah, yeah, we could have had that. So again, I mean, what's the we, one? What is this one? In the in, this is the the out of the can. This the one that's more orange. Is the one out of the can, and that's the one that's, one that's out orange. of the can, and the other one is less orange because like we were running one. low on the Italian orange. I mean, we we got this and. And we've enjoyed it quite a bit yeah. in order to have non-alcohol or lower alcohol options. Op, I mean, yeah. here Over at the time. house, we've had, you know, several Negroni versions where it was like, hey, don't want to get super fucked up, want to enjoy a cocktail right. still. And so we had the the Italian orange right. rather than doing a Campari or an Aperol version really or something too. like that. And then, you know... Again, we talked about liars more extensively when when we were in dry January and and we used their non-alcoholic spirits. And they're just a brilliant company doing amazing things uh, in the non-alcohol or low-alcohol category. And a lot of that is really based on demand. There's an article from Forbes, and this is from a couple of years ago, but it talks about the increased demand for non-alcoholic options where you're still able to enjoy either a beer or a mocktail or something along those lines and not feel as though you're out just having a soda or an iced tea or something along those lines. Mm -hmm. In this article, they look at uh, London, LA, and New York in terms of, you know, where they, where there were, just kind of like surveying and finding out, sorry, they did not, but they're looking at a survey that was done. And it turns out that the increase year over year in demand for a non-alcoholic option is just exponentially going absolutely crazy. There's alcohol-free bars opening up now. There's one right. in Denver. There's yeah, one in the Denver. One just opened up in Denver. Mm -hmm. Right. So it said that the number of press mentions from January of, this is 2019, had gone up 42% over the previous year. And that searches for non-alcohol or non-alcoholic has gone up 81%. Right. So Plenty of non-alcoholic options. So people are, well, people are out there looking for some sort of like premium cocktail, premium soft drink option rather than going out and just getting tanked and one of the impressive things is that i mean it's not impressive it just stands to reason that beverage programs for bars and restaurants want you to order something other than water club soda or even a soda they want you to spend the money on a more premium option absolutely yeah because if you can charge eight, nine, ten dollars for a premium product rather than charging someone two or three dollars for a, a you know coke or a sprite or something along those lines and have people feel like they're also enjoying something that is, you know, it it's different. It's not yeah. it it's reminiscent it, of it's of if I were to go out and have a cocktail, but at the same time I'm not just going out and having a soda. And honestly, like, I was really shocked. This Liars Classico. Is that the clear one? The, 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 that's the. That's it, my favorite. Yeah, that it's actually really good. And I, like, I don't like champagne. I don't like prosecco. I'm I'm not. I, I don't lean towards those. But this has like a, a nice, really like fruity uh, aroma to it. It's got light. you know light apple, crispy Pear. kind of yeah, yeah flavor Elder to it. Flower. Throw some fresh juice and, in there. Yeah. yeah, right. And so when, yeah. you, when you throw this in, you know, maybe you go out and you don't want to get tanked on bottomless right. mimosas. Right. right. Maybe you want to go out. Day drunk on a fucking Sunday because it's my first day off. Exactly. I finally and, got my princess schedule. And, I don't want to fucking be blacked <laughs> out my fucking weekends. And so, yeah, so you go out. I mean, just the, the demand is is leading to the change in the market. And look, I used to work for Red Robin and I, and I worked in their in their beverage development program and we were constantly trying to come up with ways to get people to order something other than a Coke or a Pepsi that we could even charge like a, a dollar or two dollars mm. more for. And we were constantly working with syrups and different things to create mocktails that would lead toward 
you know, better sales in that category. So, you know, it's the, the development is there to meet the demand and it's, it's coming from both the consumers and the bar industry. And then the producers are there, you know, like liars and they're, they're getting the job done with some really, uh, some really quality products. I'm really impressed with all of these. That's good. I think as you get older too, or for me, like it's, I don't even like to drink soda that much. You know, it still happens. Same. Same. They're too sugary, sweet. You have to monitor your intake and everything. Right. Alcohol is no exception, but yeah, I agree. I could, I might even do brunch with this Glasco. I mean, Ooh. it's a little more tolerable Ooh. with, the, you know, with this in your back pocket. Right. So, yeah, keeping uh, keeping happy hour relatively short and sweet. So That's mighty fine work. That is some mighty fine work. I like that. And just to mention for any of the people that listen to us that are in the Denver metropolitan area, there is Honey Elixir Bar that has no alcohol beverages along with low ABV beverages. And then there's also um, Awake. Awake is the first non-alcoholic bar. And that is the brand new one, right? The, I think this that's art- the brand yeah. spanking new one. Yeah, yep. so this article is actually from like a week and a half, two weeks ago. Yeah. So if any of you want to go try and support, you know, these these two small local businesses that are just starting out with, you know, a beverage menu that is not our norm, please do. Please. Yeah, Awake is over in Jefferson Park. And uh, the Honey Elixir is in Rhino. Yes, Awake is the one I was thinking of because I'm looking at the picture and it has all these awesome non-alcoholic spirits and beers that I've been seeing pop up on my Instagram. Liars included. And and like I said, when when we talked about like the the demand for a non-alcoholic option, since dry January, you had mentioned on, you know, several times that you wanted more options and that you would enjoy that more at home. And you have gone out and you've bought non-alcoholic beer and you've bought, uh, you've, you have been drinking the liars and you've been doing those things because you're like, you know what? I want something that tastes a little different or something that is also reminiscent of, you know, I really want a beer right now, but I don't want to get drunk. drunk. I don't want to get buzzed. I think it's a muscle memory too. I mean, that happened to me the other night. I'm like, fuck, I want a beer. But I'm like, dude, it's already like three in the morning. You're just getting home from work. You got to go to bed. You might as well just fucking relax, smoke a bowl. And even that sometimes, you know, it's like too much. And sometimes it's just good to have that. Like, oh man, I, I just got off work and that's what I want. I want mm. a beer and a shot right now. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, let you have that beer and that shot. And then what do you do? You fucking go pass out and then you wake up with a headache. Yep. yep. Or you just keep drinking. You or open you the, just keep going. You open the door and then it's on. Right. So good once it hits your lips. Once it hits your lips. <laughs> he said he going to do one. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. Good Move. happy hour. Good happy hour. I love it. Happy, happy hour. Happy, happy hour. Okay, moving on. <laughs> Who wants dessert? I do. Yeah? Yeah, can I have some dessert? You can have some dessert. Can I have some seven deserts? Seven vegan deserts? We're just deserts? gonna make this joke every time. Seven every time. I, I'm just, every I just need to, time. I have seven to make this shirt. Seven deadly vegan, vegan deserts. deserts. It, that's gonna be a new kung fu movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one is from The Fat Hen. Four stars overall, Seattle, Washington. We did review them uh, about a year ago. This is a five-star Yelp review from March of 2021. So, yeah, a year ago. Um, And it's five stars. Yeah, I threw this in because I thought it was quite comical being the fact that it's five stars. You ready? Awesome, tiny little spot for really tasty breakfasts. Cute. It doesn't say breakfasts. Breakfasts. Prefix. Cute tucked away location as well. Five stars. Five stars. Yeah, that doesn't That's tell me garbage. anything. It's <laughs> garbage. Seriously, you should have just given him one star. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, that's nice to say something positive about it, but that's a that's a crappy review. I was explaining our podcast to several different people this last week, and they asked. It, w- it was actually uh, a vendor, and. Um, that I said this, he said, oh yeah, you know, we, we don't actually have bad reviews. We have like, you know, most four and five star reviews. I was like, that's great. We tear those apart too. Yeah. Because, no one is safe. Because while it's great for you to have that in terms of your star rating, people writing something like this, a tiny little, you know, what, 11, 12 word, two sentence 
review, that's not a review. That doesn't actually tell me much of anything. Right. Tasty breakfast. Cool. What'd you have? Yep. Cute little right. spot. Awesome. Cute tucked away location. Why? 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 Yeah. I, I think, I, I mean, that's how I write reviews. I told you about, you know, I was doing the Google thing for a while. And it's like, oh, hey, you go here. You went here. And like, if I visited some place where like my friend worked, I think I'd leave them, like I leave five star reviews, but I wouldn't say anything. But then I think I said, you know, like very proficient, timely, friendly, would recommend. Right. And, that, like, and, that's, and, I, and that's not a descriptive review. No, it's not a descriptive review. I mean, I get but it. But I don't want to write reviews too. either. I mean, yeah, right, exactly. And not only that, but a lot of people don't want to read long reviews. Right. And I and I understand those types of things. But I, I don't know. Like our attention span just sucks so badly that nobody wants to – I don't want to read oh, – like, like a goldfish. It's social media, bro. Yeah, I don't want to read some sort of like overly lengthy thing. But if I'm looking at a review for a place, I do want more information than this. Yeah. Yeah, so. I agree too, which is, you know, why I picked it. So uh, I'll Good read time. the last one if I may. Yeah, go. You can this pick is, your nose, but you can't pick your friend's butt. That – I, I mean, don't know how that Depends can. on how friendly they are. Oh, Lord. Is it friends with privileges? All right, go. Are they, are they Read Klingon? the review. Come on. This is also from the Fat Hen. Overall, four stars. Four stars. Four stars. Like seven years it, ago. <laughs> four score in Seattle, Washington. It's a one star on Yelp from one one twenty one. The guy who was cashing me out was very abrupt, aggressive, and not very friendly. Also, he didn't tell me till I got my coffee that they don't have sixteen ounce cups. Lastly. Coffee tasted terrible. Your review tasted terrible. <laughs> well, not all. I don't understand that he didn't tell you that that they didn't have sixteen ounce cups. <laughs> Is that was that are a requirement you, you to? to you buying coffee? Yeah. Was it seventeen ounces? Was it fifteen ounces? <laughs> Twelve. Did he pour it in your hands? Were they little venti? Dicks? Is twenty <laughs> in Italian? That's right. That's why it's twenty ounces. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I. I don't understand why. If that was a requirement, then why did you not state that as a requirement? Hey, state I'm, your expectations. Yeah, right? like I'm only going to buy this if it's a 16 ounce cup. Right. <laughs> yeah, just you know, a stupid, redonkulous review. That's you didn't dumb. tell us anything. It's weak sauce. Yeah, I you moldy-hearted dummy. <laughs> wow. That, I, I like this that's book. Not, that's not even dirty. That's just mean. So when I first when I first got this book the other day and I started flipping, I was like, I was like, oh, some of these don't actually look all that great. Like, but but then as we've been flipping through it today, I'm like, oh, you cheesy ass nugget. That's it's, pretty funny. It's all about the <laughs> the combination. All right, check please. Let's get the fuck out of here. Checkity check check. check what have we check, learned today, peeps? Mm, well, I could say something about liars again, but I just did. Um, and I do think that they're spectacular. Yes. And Thank you, Kyle Billings. I will instead talk about people writing reviews that are based on something that are their own fault, right? Yeah. That it, it actually really does surprise me the amount of reviews that are out there that people end up writing review for something that they've done wrong but they turn around and blame the other place and really specifically you know we have two in here we have the one from the lowdown with the dog yep and then we have the one from applebee's where they forgot their food but why didn't you run it out to me and now i'm gonna call and complain right that you know or i'm gonna call just to see if you'll give me more food. I, no, you can go fuck right? yourself because you want food yeah. from so, the Applebee's. So, <laughs> so. so I, I just, it blows me away. And my hope is that, you know, through all of the, of the anger and frustration and the things that, that totally piss us off and that the reason, you know, for us bringing about this podcast, my real hope is that the people that are out there and listening, like if you do actually write a review for a place, you really take notice as to, you know, what your part in the process was. And if it had anything, like if it was your fault for these things, don't write the review. You can certainly call and talk to the manager like this person did. But then if the manager is like, um, you forgot your own food and uh. now you want us to give you more free food from yesterday. I mean, yeah, we said we actually still got it. It's in the trash can yeah, out back. Right. You're welcome it's to come pick back, it up. Come get yeah. It. I mean, I don't like 
it, it's just my hope that you know we're doing some decent work and that the people who are listening to this this podcast actually think about those types of things and by all means look if you want to write a review write a review we've we've talked about you know how to write good reviews or better reviews so it's it's just my hope that you know if you have an experience out there where something like this like it's entirely your fault you actually think before you go on Yelp and start doing this kind of crap. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm I right there with you, Brad. I think that, you know, people need to stop reviewing and uh, reviewing negatively. And not only that, but, but flipping it around to make it seem like it's the restaurant's fault. That, that one with the dog was just atrocious. I, who do you think you are to sit there and think that your dog um, should be exempt from biting a, a stranger? Like I'm, and you don't get to sit there and write a review about it. I learned, though, that in a year, not only have the reviews gotten worse, they've gotten so much worse that we <laughs> yeah, it's that we insane. A6'd, cut them off, and oh, yeah. refused customer service. All oh, three yeah. of them came out. We didn't even actually, we didn't really. There was yet. not one that we gave a star oh, to yeah. or we anything. We pulled out all the stuff. So that tells you how bad people have gotten in a year. Or how much bitter we've gotten. Or how much bitter. <laughs> no, I think people have just become worse. I think they've become more entitled, more demanding, greedy, self-centered. And, and it's, you know, it's coming out because, again, as we've always stated from day one, you can sit behind your computer and hide and say the most horrifically atrocious things about other people that you don't even know, and it's okay because you're behind your computer. Really, it's not. It's not okay. You well, would yeah. never do that to their face. And, yeah. and like, yeah, I mean, and, and along with what you're saying, that DBC review where it was most restaurants have adapted and figured it out, it, it's like, wait a second. We're still mid-pandemic. We're still adapting and figuring it out. Right, and and who like who the fuck are you to be doing this to this restaurant that's trying to survive? Right. You're yeah. right. Like you know, a lot of people have gotten worse. They've gotten more entitled. You're absolutely right. Yep. So that's that's what I learned. Uh, yeah. No, I mean I'm right there with you. It's 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 insane, and I think it's like you know. The, it, the toll it weighs that much heavier on people that like like us that want to like we're like we made it through the pandemic like now it's time like make that fucking money you know everybody's like chomping at the bit but it's almost worse it's like I'm, i compare i compare the fucking guests to zombies in a zombie apocalypse oftentimes you know but it's just entitlement and like consuming and nitpickery and and inability to fucking I'm entitled to eat your brains. Right. You know, like like if you're having an off day or you're fucking you don't greet them the right way or you don't take off your mask when they ask you to because you don't fucking feel comfortable doing so. Like I can't hear you because the mask, well that fucking sucks dick. Like and butts or whatever did you that you find offensive Suckable. sucking on. Oh. Yeah, like but I think you get my point, and I mean, I I, I don't want like, all of that, all of what you said, 100%. And I think uh, the other thing is just I re I heard some quote I can't remember I'm fucking gonna butcher it, but it's just like I think it was Campbell or Conrad or something I don't know. It's like when you where you stumble, like that's where your treasures are, you know. So it's like you have to acknowledge when you fuck up or when you you know something doesn't go your way because of something you did. You're supposed to learn something there. It's an opportunity for you to grow, not just carry on being a dickweed. It's, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, I fucking, yeah, I didn't show up. I fucking had, Tara came on, and that pretty much gave me two-thirds of the idea for this episode just listening to that episode. So shit happens for a reason. Like, you're supposed to, you're not, I don't know, You're you're in it. You're not... You're not in the universe. You are the universe. Like, take some fucking accountability. Help your fellow man. Stop being an asshole. But yeah. don't take that the wrong way. But don't take you're, that the wrong way either. Because I don't want to get canceled. You're not the center of the you're universe. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Even the sun rotates around the fucking galaxy, all right? I might have to check my science there, but I'm pretty sure, like, that's wow, how it you, works. Wow, you don't even know that thing either. I don't know anything about anything. I'm making all of this up. <laughs> Am I not tripping acid in my room right now? All right. So, yeah. Thanks for joining us. That was fun. 
I like I like this switching up of roles. <laughs> Keep me on my toes. Hopefully, yes. keeping everybody else on their toes. Um, thank you for listening to Three Stars Podcast. Follow us on social media. Hit the subscribe button, and uh, we'll see you next time. Okie dokie. Bye bye now. <laughs>